0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Tes Podcast. I'm Martin George. I'm joined by Dave Speck. Hi, Dave. Oh, hello. And Ed Doll. Hi, Ed. Hello, hello. Now, Dave, you're breathless. You've just rushed back from Downing Street from a, a march of a thousand head teachers. Yeah, I've
1: just this minute got back. In fact, it was two thousand head teachers, um, twice as many as were expected, um, and the, the huge strength of feeling uh, there today. Um, Many of the heads I've spoken to, uh, they've, they've had to cut down on support staff, teachers, cut back on the curriculum. Uh, and for years they've been brilliant business people, you know, they've balanced the books for years. Um, but now they're saying enough is enough, we can't do it anymore. Mm. And one head teacher I spoke to, he said, if, if they won't, if the government won't listen, we're not going to walk away from this. Another said, um, if the government is going to take away our kids' education, we're not going to stand by and let that
0: happen. I well, mean, those are really strong, passionate words, aren't they?
2: Yeah, I think it's worth pointing out, um, and this is proper back of a fag packet calculations that there aren't that many heads in the country. It's say,
0: twenty five
2: thousand. Mm. Yeah. So two thousand out of twenty five thousand.
0: That's a significant proportion. T- you don't ten percent of the heads in England. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, marginally less than ten percent have just turned up. And have travelled. I mean, incredibly busy people from all over the country because of the strength of feeling. I, I think you'd be hard pushed to find another pro, another profession that would get that percentage in one place at one time. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, uh, and yet the government, <laughs> getting dangerously close to abandoning ed, um, journalistic neutrality here, but the government <laughs> insists on pushing this line that things are fine, that, that funding is at record levels. Not that things are fine, to be fair. They're they aware that cost cutting needs to happen. But funding's at record levels. When the lived experience of twenty five thousand heads on two thousand heads on the street is very different
0: absolutely and of course, it comes in the week when was it because we had schools had that email about this massive increase in pension contribu- contributions going have yeah. i mean it, yeah. the news gets worse not better
2: mm. it's it 's a grimmer and grimmer isn't it? I mean I thought that was an amazing time the yeah. pensions announcement i mean i don 't know i don't know enough about it i don't know how that announcement came to be made, but to the, to make that announcement at the start of the week. So one of the things, to be clear, so one of the things that heads repeatedly complain about in terms of their budgets being squeezed is over the last 10 or 15 years, there have been significant increases to the pensions contributions they've had to make yep. for their staff. And as revealed by the TES exclusively earlier this week, that that percentage is, go, is going up by 25% or something like by that? By 43 43%. 43% increase Mm. on contributions that is going to make a significant impact to schools my twitter feed was full of heads saying this will mean more redundancies you know absolutely Mm. straight linkage you make us do this we will have to fire more staff
0: is it right? Like the government said there'll be help was the word they used in the first year, and then we That's don't right. know what happens after that. That's
1: right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So all yeah. eyes on I Philip Hammond on twenty ninth of October the budget.
2: Yeah. He I
1: mean, one thing ahead told me today. He say, he says we understand there's not a bottomless pit of money, and they're, 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 but what they're saying is that this is the this is the economy of tomorrow that we're dealing with. Mm. You know, this is the future generation. It's an investment
2: that you're not getting for for the future economy. Yeah. I do think heads are, heads are really at the end of, end of their tether about this stuff. I really do.
0: Do you think this will make a difference though? Do you think we'll, we'll suddenly see, you know, Confident Spending Review or, or the Budget more money for schools?
2: Well, there has been a lot of publicity today.
0: Yep.
2: I mean, you know, a really significant amount of publicity. It was, on, it was in all the newspapers. It was on Leading, well not Leading, but it was in the bulletins on the Today programme. It was all over the place. And as we've talked about on this podcast before, you know, the last election, 2017, Mm. proved that education funding is an electoral issue. So, I mean, the timing of this, and I don't know the organisers well enough to know, the timing of this is really interesting, with, as you say, the budget around the corner. I wonder whether it might just concentrate a few minds in the Treasury.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Talking of politics. a joke. Oh God. Right. Just a warning. I'm laughing viewers, already. Ed, Ed has a joke.
2: <laughs> it's a joke. I got a I got an email from uh, from a contact of mine who isn't a head, looking at all the pictures of the march on Twitter, and he asked me what a collective noun for head teachers is. Ed, tell us. It's a swelling of heads. Come on. Laugh, Martin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now let's oh start. Good Sage from swelling of heads to party conferences. <laughs> egos. Egos, sorry, egos. So we had, um, last week we talked about, we previewed the Labour conference and we said, will we hear any more about what this National Education Service means? <laughs> we, we did a bit, didn't we, from Angela Rayner? But 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 bit. with st- strategic ambiguity, I thought.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, so it's left... Uh... The question mark over academies fairly wide open.
0: I mean, to be clear, what, what she said was uh, under a new gov- under a Labour government, there'll be no new academies and no new free schools, and there'll be something she called it a. Lo- there'll be local democratic control that all schools will be put under, without saying what that local democratic control actually means. She certainly didn't say it would be local authorities.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh. She was walking a very, very fine political tightrope. And I I think, to be clear, if she had planned, or labour plans, to reverse academisation, she would have said so. Mm. And she specifically didn't say that. There's lots of words around it, as you allude to, but nothing that specifically said it. No new academies, no forced academisation, no new free schools. Again, that's very political, because basically a free school is an academy, it's just a kind of academy. Um, but she specifically didn't say that, and I happen to know because you know, I know people, uh, and I, I know for a fact that the thinking inside Angela Rayner's office is that they will not they will not reverse academisation. Now, within the whole framework of this so-called National Education Service, there is intention, there's an intention to put more democratic control uh, into the education system as a piece. So, I wouldn't expect academies. Under a Corbin and Reiner regime, to have free reign as they do now, but they aren't going to suddenly be wholesale moved back to local authorities. Yeah, they won't just become maintained schools overnight. It's a lot less clear than that. Exactly.
0: I mean, I was in the conference hall when she made her speech. I don't think that those subtleties were understood by you know, the, the, the the hundreds of delegates who were there who wanted to hear local authorities coming yeah. back and thought they'd heard that. So I wonder if there'll be some disappointed activists, you know, in, in the weeks and months ahead when this does get crystallised, hopefully.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. I think, well, I mean, there's a few things at stake. Obviously, we, we might be as close to an election as a few months, but it yeah. also it might also be four years. Yeah, So I mean, anything could change in that period of time. I think if there was an election around the corner, Angela Rayner stays the Shadow Education Secretary, then this is the position and the position will disappoint the harder left of the NUT, for example, who, who want to see this done urgently and done quickly absolutely um, and I don't think there's any willingness to do that not least of all because it's so complicated I was
0: going to say I mean, I mean it's
2: a legal minefield
0: one of the things I went to somebody raised this and they said it was Mark Lehane from the New Schools Network obviously a cheerleader card carrying conservative yeah but he did say you know I just warn you guys if you go down that route it's a gold mine for
2: lawyers it's judicial tastic. Yeah. you know every big man in the country would, would issue a judicial review I mean it would be a mess and that one of the reasons for that is that legislation Michael Gove put through in 2010 was watertight. It's really hard to reverse it. And he knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah. Talking of conservatives, obviously, Damien Hines makes his big speech on Tuesday. Um, you also, will be there, Martin. I will be there. Um, but I don't know what he's going to say. Do you have any ideas?
2: No. <laughs> right. Well, moving on then. No, um, <laughs> I would. I, what would I expect them to talk? I about? mean,
0: I, I mean, I'm getting, we're getting hints, aren't we, that, that it's not going to be a school-centred speech. No. Um, but I mean, things like post-16 FE will, will be uh, prominent.
2: I mean, the general vibe from the department, will stop. Party conference or no party conferences, they are more interested in skills, post-16 needs that stuff within the context of Brexit. It makes sense. Than they are in schools policy. I mean, they've made some quite interesting and possibly sensible interventions on accountability, but that isn't <laughs> a Tory party conference no, red not meat. At all. Not at all. The, the technical details of school accountability aren't going to feature.
0: No. <laughs> a shame, though, because that's stuff I like. But, uh,
2: <laughs> well, me too.
0: But there we go. Um, one last thing. I mean, Dave, we must talk about, uh, you've done a lot of work on the plight of supply teachers, so it's in this week's magazine. Yeah, the, it's the... a pretty.
1: Um, It's a murky world. It sounds like it, It's the Wild West, apparently. Tell tell us about it. Um, We found that supply teachers, they're traditionally up against it for a number of reasons in in the classroom. Mm. Um, But we also found this murky world where they're up against it from the agencies that employ them, apparently. Um, And, you know, these agencies, according to the the NAS union, that 1.1 billion was spent on supply teachers last year but less than a third of that actually went to the teachers. So the agencies are taking off a huge cut. And uh, we we spoke to a couple of supply teachers who have told us about the the, the agency taking money off them for every little thing. You know, they have to go on a training course, that costs 100 quid. Um, They get money deducted if they have a free period in the school day, which they thought they were being employed for the whole day. Um, And the kind of other side to this is, is this is what the union is asking is, how are these agencies being allowed to make so much money mm. at a time when there is a, a, such a, an acute funding crisis in schools? And uh, the, so, the, towards the end of the, the feature, we, we spoke to the Recruitment and Employment Confederation, which represents supply teaching agencies, and mm. may point out that, like that, businesses. Are, that these are businesses who, um, you know recruiters charge fees for their work that, that that's the way it is you know perfectly standard yeah, so perfect, you know, way of
2: working. yeah they,
1: they carry out the checks on supply teachers the CRB checks they make sure they've got the right skills for the right school mm. it, it's you know it, it's,
0: a, it's a business yeah, yeah. I think the one, the one thing you found out that, that shocked me quite a bit was actually that some supply agencies putting in what fake bookings for teachers for the next day yeah. so yeah. that then they won't go to a, be hired by another recruitment agency and then yeah. get sent to a school, they didn't expect God. to be going to. Shabby, isn't it? It really sounded awful.
1: Mm. I mean, the, the, yeah, and, and another thing they mentioned was um, the amount of police, ex police, and ex military that are now being employed as cover supervisors in schools. We, we, we've no idea how, how widespread that is. Mm. and is. We're not saying that's a bad thing necessarily, but the supply teachers are saying these people are already on pensions. They're, yeah. pre- they're prepared to work for that reason for lower rates from the agencies. And they're very good at discipline, apparently. But, but the unions would always say that when you have a cover supervisor that's not a trained teacher, despite their best efforts, the children's learning may suffer because yeah. you haven't got a, a, a trained teacher in, in front of the class.
0: I guess the final thing to mention, uh, you talk about discipline, um, prison officers.
1: Absolutely. Tell us about yeah. that. Well, we, we, we've come across an advert for prison officers to work in schools um, as behaviour support workers, Um, We found that a bit sort of surprising, really, Um, and uh, I think think the issue is that there is a a kind of assumption that behaviour management in schools is similar to behaviour management in prisons, somehow, (laughs) (laughs) and the Hmm. the key difference is that kids are not criminals,
2: and they're not being locked up. Yeah. No, I mean, God, it's a fascinating insight, isn't it? I mean, I really hope it's not true. I mean, it clearly is true, but I hope it's not widespread. I mean, it sounds like a terrible idea to me, really.
0: Yeah. Well, if it's happening at your school, let us know.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Dave.spec at (laughs) TES.com. Excellent.
0: Well, we'll um, meet again next week and perhaps we'll have some more answers on that if people get in touch.
2: Uh, some more answers about the Tories as well.
0: Yeah, hopefully we will know by then what he said. (laughs) Great. Well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.